Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. We're breaking the most foodie news of any of the resources in town. Now it seems like a prime time to add this special content that's dedicated to it. You know, for us, it's we really have worked hard to keep people's secrets, um, be respectful of the hospitality industry, and also share their stories in a way that uplifts the community and uplifts their community. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. Prime your palates as your go-to for foodie news. We have some pretty big details to share in our April issue. With me today to dish on all this is Raleigh Magazine Editor-in-Chief Melissa Housem. Melissa, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. I'm glad Matt Smith kept my seat warm last week. Always love dishing on Foodie Scoop, though. I have to tell you, somebody texted me over the weekend and said, can't believe you traded Melissa in permanently for Matt. I was like, whoa, 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 back the train up. If I tell her that, she's going to lose her mind. (laughs) This was a one-time One-time only. Um, Matt, somebody thought because the photo was changed and it was me in it. So it made me laugh. I got to the end of the podcast and he was like— you know, thanks for let thanks for letting me sit in Melissa's seat, and then you were like, she was relieved. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she could use a break. There's only so much of me she can take. That's <laughs> not true. We were on the de- on deadline, I think. We were, we were. So, and Matt's uh, Matt and I had wanted to have a conversation. So, if you haven't listened to the podcast with Matt and I chatting about all things Raleigh, check it out. It was good. But today, we're talking good stuff. So, for starters, not to bury the lead, we have some big scoop. If you don't follow us on our newsletter, you need to. To satisfy your appetite for more must-read foodie news, we've added a Friday newsletter dubbed Dish on This, exclusively dedicated to all things bites, bevs, breaking foodie news, openings, reveals, you know, all the stuff we're known for, and we're especially where you should be eating and drinking every weekend. Yeah, I mean, essentially, it's your invite to just sit at the table with us. And we had a vision from the start of the magazine. You had a vision from the start, um, which has been realized, I think, to some extent. Obviously, we're also always working forward and looking ahead. It's not like, oh, we did it. But um, with the launch of our 25 Best Restaurants last September, that was when we really felt like we had earned our stripes um, to also like kind of sit at the head of that table. We were the ones that— we're breaking the most 
foodie news of any of the resources in town, and we built a lot of relationships that you had spent the last seven years, now seven and a half, uh, making. And so now it seems like uh, prime time to add this special content that's dedicated to it. Well, and I, and I think the two newsletters that we put out on Tuesday and Thursday are fantastic. And, and there's so much news in the city about development and growth and things happening that sometimes food seems not as significant in those emails because mm-hmm. there's so much breaking news and growth and development that that it can get lost in there. And so we also know that that's one of the things that people turn to us for. That's why they subscribe to the magazine. That's why they get our newsletters. So Dish on This is really meant, you know, I really think people are going to love it. And I think it gives you a little more, you know, where your foodie news is, you know, where you can find it regularly, weekly. Um, I'm excited about it. I and have to admit, I think you're really onto something and I'm not sucking up. I think it's actually <laughs> Monday morning suck up. kind of brilliant because at first, you know, I didn't, I didn't express any reservations, but I'll say now, I thought we had a lot of web foodie news that it would be hard to, to relegate it to Fridays only, partly because maybe there was too much, but which is a great thing, uh, but more importantly, because maybe how much of the other content was not foodie news to fill the other two newsletters. And looking back over the recent months when we figured out how we would reslate the content, I realized how much room we didn't even have for foodie news because there was so much other news in Raleigh. And so it really does make a lot of sense. And for people that are genuinely interested in that, it gives them a place to go and know they can rely on good information. And we just we just had our first one come out as we taped this a couple days ago. So Yes. Um, and it's pretty exciting. Um, we had some quite a bit of exclusive news in that one. We were able yeah. to navigate with the mill. And if you haven't read about that or don't know what that is, um, it's Kevin and Stacy who own Urban Food Group. They have Coquette, Vivace, Chow, mm-hmm. and they have purchased the Edwards Mill, old Edwards Mill Bar and Grill. Yep. It's in your neck of the woods. Yes, I'm so excited. We first broke that story. Um, we got the exclusives on that in December, in the December-January issue. And this is sort of what this is all about. We want to take a story that we introduced to the city and keep a hold of it. And mm-hmm. you're not always going to do the same stories in print over and over. Right. So that's important for us to have all these different mediums that we can talk about things. But we were able—I mean, there were delays. We thought it was going to open in January. Um, but now it's officially going to open in mid-April. Yes. And we got the first pictures of the inside. I love this image. Oh. I'm looking at it on our website right now. It's That sh- a shiny place for shady people. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes, neon and it's sign. in, like, colored neon lights above these beautiful leather banquets. And and, and keep in mind, go. this isn't a shopping center that has a lot of food. It has—if you're not familiar with the area, it has the Redinos. It has a char grill. It has some stuff. It has—what's uh, the Italian place? Oh, Bella Monica. Bella Monica. Yeah. So it's got some legendary great spots in there. But besides Bella Monica, a sit-down, elevated, a little bit nicer menu if you want to—there's going to be right, a steak yeah. on the menu— um, what I love most about this story is when Kevin shared that that was his sort of go-to spot. Oh, yes. His dive bar spot that he loved when it was Edwards Mill. I mean, I loved the bar over there. And think about it. Before you go to a Canes game, if you don't want to eat at the Canes, if you don't want to eat at PNC, I mean, that's that's going to be a spot going into playoffs. Oh, for sure. So this, I'm actually very excited about this. Um, we're taking my mom to see Stevie Nicks Mother's Day weekend. It's Friday night. And I've been chomping at the bit for this to open. You because, better call and make reservations. Oh, yeah. I'm going to talk to them because, um, you know, that's where, where right now, I mean, no offense to Monica, we were going to go there. But that 
the thing about Bella Monica is I love it, but it's meant to be a, a slow, long meal. So I think, and you just referenced uh, Kevin, you know, he this was his spot. This was his dive. And Edwards Mill Bar and Grill really meant a lot to a lot of people. But the bar was the go-to, and the restaurant was kind of an afterthought, I think, and had, you know, fallen people down a little bit. People sat in the restaurant very often when they couldn't get a seat exactly. in the bar. And it was just sort of like— Outdated. Um, and so now, you know, they've been able to bring the restaurant up mm-hmm. and they kept the divey feel of the bar. And so I love this is a, we've said this before, but it's a quote that we love. So the writer, Matt Lardy, actually wrote this, but he said, it's as though the dive bar went out and bought a little black dress, same attitude, new look. And I love that. I love and it's too. got roll-up doors, which I'm I'm saying should be a signature item in a new place. I mean, you know, it's just one of those things that makes people, everyone know, oh, Fresh air. It's yeah. a nice day. We can roll up the doors. So you can go to our website. You can sign up for Dish on This. Exactly. Um, and yeah. this is the kind of content we'll be dishing. <laughs> and if you already get our newsletter, just know that you automatically move to that one as well. Mm-hmm. You can unsubscribe, but why would you? Exactly. Why would you? So Jumping Horses, we had this reveal in our April issue. It's another story that we've just kind of like taken a, Yeah, taken Owned. ownership of from the start. Um, Madre and Smoky Hollow is finally about to open. Yeah. And so we have the first look at the team and pictures of food and, and everything in our April issue. You must get it. I, You know, I'm pretty—you've you've known Tyler mm-hmm. uh, forever. I mean, you guys have been friends, I don't know, 20 years? Well, uh, yeah, God, at least like 15. I don't, I'm not that tall <laughs> enough for that to be true. But that's funny you say that because I would have forgot to say this. The picture in the magazine, they're on a couch in the hollow— and Tyler texted me the day before the photo shoot and was like, I'm going to pull a couch out into the hollow. And I was like, oh, it's like a flashback to our first photo shoot together. And he said, why do you think I'm doing it? So Marianne, Mayor Marianne's daughter and Tyler, were in my first thing Tyler and I ever did together, they pulled a couch into the middle of Fayetteville Street. And that was the coolest photo shoot um, at that time. And now, now this is right there with it too so yeah i mean we've been talking about the hollow for what seems like forever almost like everything at smoky hollow right yeah it's finally happening folks it's finally starting to happen madre if the planets align as he hopes and sometimes with the city that doesn't work but <laughs> it will be open by mother's day and after i was there for this photo shoot mm-hmm. with our photographer andrew albright who did a phenomenal job um, and he's put together this star-studded team. I mean, oh my God. the chef, Gerard, is from uh, San Antonio, who loved Raleigh, visited here a lot, and just really needed a good reason to move. And so he's here. Um, Brian Costello, who did the interiors at Heights House and does so many other incredible mm-hmm. things, is doing the interiors. But when—I've got a video when Tyler took me walking through. It's still under construction— I'm sorry. I don't think there's been anything that has had this much intentionality in the design. Yes. Since maybe Brie Bavana opened. And not no slide on anyone else. There's some gorgeous restaurants in Raleigh. But this one's really going to make you feel like you're in a different city. Well, and that's a good reference, too, because this is, I mean, fact check me. If I'm wrong, please, please tell me. But this is, to our knowledge, the biggest, largest, like, mm-hmm. uh, local concept to open since Brie Bavana. Which is another, you know, facet of that. So this is a large space. What lends itself to the design intentionality here is they wanted that space to be 
and Tyler talked a lot about this, and you can read this in the story, but they really, really wanted this to be a space for serendipitous friend-making. That's the quote I was just looking for because I used it on television. Yeah, and so in order to do that, design was crucial. And Mm -hmm. I remember him saying when we talked that— he had Brian involved in every aspect, like the the taste, the textures, the the sight, all the senses, because he wanted that design element to carry through and for it to be a space that even even though large could be could feel intimate and purposeful. And so, you know, they've got this horseshoe-shaped bar that lends itself to that. They've got this cool lounge off the bar that'll have like low seating for um serendipitous friend making. Yes. Well, I love the fact that he said that the restaurant will seat a hundred people. And you will be able to make reservations, but the bar area, the lounge seating, mm-hmm. outdoor on the big patio, and mm-hmm. it has an indoor outdoor bar, you can't make reservations for. And so his right. hope is that if you're even if you're going to Crunkleton to eat or you're going to one of the other spots, you might end up hanging in the hollow at Madre, yeah, waiting before or after dinner. And he's got some other s- secretive plans that he has in mind for the space as well that will come later that yeah. you won't know Oh, about. yeah. Yeah, stay tuned for that. So, and But it's it's a great story. Melissa, and like I said, Melissa and Tyler have been friends for years. So I think you got a little bit more than somebody else would have gotten. He shared oh, a lot so. with you. It's very, I feel it's a very um, personal story, the way that he shared this with us that, yeah, I think it's worth a read. And one thing I want to add about the patio, and then you can find the rest in the issue, is that the there's kind of two separate sections to the patio. There's sort of the main dining patio and then there's this um, smaller uh, section off to the side where it's meant to be just like snacks like if you were going to go somewhere else or if you were working or you want to play a card game Um, and it's all very European you know and so and Madre if you haven't heard this it's it's named for his mother who taught him all he knows about hospitality and there's this little cutout on one of the walls that's going to have photos of her and him over the years oh I love that He calls it not a shrine, but kind of a shrine to mom. I like that. Yeah, and also it goes back to just the um, being able to just mingle. Like this, he wants it to feel like a a hang at your mom's house. Mm -hmm. And so it all comes, it's very fluid. It all kind of comes together. Um, And and I guess this is important because we led with the team. So Tyler's opening this with um, two other people. It's one of the best trios in the industry, if not the best. Um, And one is his best friend, uh, lifetime best friend, childhood best friend, Brad Schaff, and who was in finance and is now taking on this endeavor with him. And then Selena Salinas. Um, it's Rock star name. Fabulous name. She should be a celebrity. But she'll be running the day-to-day operations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think this they've put together a phenomenal team. Yeah. Um, and and check, it check it out. I mean, it's the photo. I mean, it's really interesting. It's a great story. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word Village to 919-701-0202. Campbell University School of Law offers a wholly online or in-person two-semester patent law certificate program. 
designed for technology executives, engineers, paralegals, and more. The deadline to apply for the Patent Law Certificate Program is August 1st. Learn more and apply at law.campbell.edu. And speaking of, you know, um, things that we try to have our pulse on things that aren't quite making, aren't here yet, but we think are coming. And this is all Melissa. <laughs> this is all Melissa because she had she saw this trend working its way across the country. So the porn star <laughs> martini. You I'm gonna let see. you explain that. First of all, I'm like, I feel like my um, Safari and Chrome histories need to be flagged because sure. I'm like searching porn stars. I'm like, this is. Not. I'm amazed. I can imagine what pops up. <laughs> I never even thought about it because I was looking for a drink, and then every time something would pop up, I was like, my eyes. But um, anyway, so I saw this. Uh, I think I saw it on Bon Appetit that it was making its way, like you said, it was on the come up. And so um, I was really excited because I couldn't find it anywhere on any menus here. And so I was like, you know, and, and tribute to Gina too, because when I brought this to her, I knew she'd be for it. But really just the idea of, well, why don't, instead of waiting for it to come here or questioning when it's going to come here, why don't we just bring it here? Yeah. So we partner with Haymaker and um, we, and specifically uh, one of our best bartender nominees, Taylor Sullivan, and he had so much fun with this. I could not have asked somebody to, like, ha- get this excited and dig into it more. And so he really dug into the history. He was telling—like, I thought I had dug into it. And then he starts telling me even more things. It's crazy. But worth a Google, but be careful. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> Never know what you might pop up. He ends up making his own spin on—which is what we intended to do—on the Porn Star Martini. But he had so much fun with it that he made two. So mm-hmm. he made Haymaker's Porn Star Martini and then Taylor's Twist. If you're not familiar with the drink, um, it's basically just sort of a passion fruit vodka s drink with a sidecar of prosecco. Which, <laughs> I love that right there. Yeah, because I'm I, I rarely order cocktails because I really just want either gin and tonic or glass of prosecco. So yeah. this way, I kind of get both. Yeah, this is really cool. The drink um, is about 20 years old. It was originally born in London by a barman. Douglas Ankara uh, from his travels. And the story's worth a read, um, you know, and people have a lot of <laughs> a lot of banter about why they think that he named it this. But I think I ultimately bet. he just wanted a drink that, well, he said a porn star would drink. So if this is that, go go take a taste and decide if you think. Not sure what that's going to say about all of us <laughs> who drink it, but okay. But again, it, you know, it, it it's a great idea. And um, I think it's a good drink. And it's a fun way for us to sort of lead and share with the, the hospitality yeah, community. And it's gorgeous. It's mm-hmm. a gorgeous drink and Haymaker's a gorgeous bar. It's very sophisticated despite the kind of sultry name. You know, I think it's fun to order. It's you know, it's a joke and I think learn the drink and then walk in all over town and go on a porn star. I mean, exactly. And like the other, exactly. I feel sure it'll be on the menu other places. 100%. I have to tell you one thing. Lauren went in the first day that it was supposed <laughs> of to be on the she menu did. <laughs> and tried to order it from Taylor. And he was like, oh, y'all were serious. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was messing with her because I had already asked him to make sure it was on the menu. But I was like, this is in the issue. People might come asking for it. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to divert from what we plan to talk about just for a second and say the other thing that we are really. Um, behind is, and we've worked closely with the Skate Raleigh people, mm-hmm. to create drinks that are on the menu. It's a kickflip. A mm-hmm. couple of bucks from each drink will go toward funding the skate park. Um, they've raised almost all the money. There's an event on uh, Sunday, April 16th, 
And tickets are $40, foods included, drinks included, all of that. It's at Union Station. But all over town, everywhere from Anybody's and Hibernian um, to Foundation and Dram and, I mean, Lily at Wilco, Mm -hmm. everybody's been so gracious. Libations, they're all putting their version of a kickflip on the menu. I love that. I think you've said it best in the last couple of weeks. Like, there's so—and I think you and Matt talked about this a little bit on your episode— there's so much that people don't agree on that right. this is one thing that everybody can get behind and yes. you can really see the unity in that. And I, I think in general, that's something that sports do um, and athletics. It's like, you know, yeah. and I mean, activities. <laughs> well, and if you don't know where this is really quickly, it is a uh, plot of land that is where it was first going to be Devereaux Park. Mm-hmm. It's across from Smoky Hollow. Um, it's sitting a concrete lot. And um, Steve Magano and his son, Adrian, had— Adrian's a big skateboarder, and they were in L.A., and they were in New York, and kept thinking, why don't we have one of these in Raleigh? And mm-hmm. Apex has the only, the best, I think, probably in the state. Um, and so they started doing research. They're taking this this plot of land. Um, it's going to be called the Conlon Family Skate Park. Mm-hmm. But it's going to include everything from rollerblading to skateboarding to mountain biking to BMX, a little bit of everything, so that anything basically that rolls you can do out there. Um, but it's right along Capitol Boulevard, and you see our skyline in the background. I really think I kind of—they've got a two-year contract with the city to lease the land, and um, and they've raised almost all the money to do this. Yeah, I really I, hope it turns into a permanent fixture. I passed it on the way here, and it was cool to see the signs. Um, I hadn't been down that, you know, section of Capitol since the signs were up. So that was cool to see because you went to the groundbreaking, mm-hmm. um, which was very recent, a week a week or so ago. Yeah. So, so yeah. order order the porn star at Haymaker, but <laughs> around order a ten, porn star. order a porn star. <laughs> or almost anywhere else, make sure to look for the Skate Raleigh kickflip. Cocktail. Yes, absolutely. Love that. And we'll actually have more information about that in our dish on this newsletter, too. So that just came full circle. So another one uh, story that really led us into this um, idea of having an exclusive place for our content on foodie content was we recently had somebody come to us and say that they wanted us to tell their story. They were breaking a big story that the chef from Bravana and Binamanda was leaving after all these years and going to open his own concept. And so I will let Gina dig into that, but that was a huge story for a variety of reasons and it was sensitive. And so for us to get the opportunity to tell that, it was just, and it was between issues. So it was a web exclusive. And right. It was, it was interesting how we were approached. Andrea Weigel um, does PR and um, and works with restaurants and restaurant owners to get, share their message. And she came to us mm-hmm. first, which wanted us to tell the story, but knew that it was sensitive. And and it, and it's sensitive only because we took a bloodbath, um, or I took a bloodbath, I should say. We did a story after all the Bury Bavana and Bidamanda changes had happened. They've got a new GM, and we're trying to turn the tide and save these two restaurants, save the reputation. And I honestly thought it had been long enough that we could tell this story of how they were trying to change the trajectory of those two restaurants, and it wasn't. It was still really raw for the community. Mm -hmm. And we told that story, and there were a lot of people that were super angry at us. And, you know, I've worked in television news for almost 15 years, and I think I have the pretty 
pretty thickest skin anyone can have. Mm -hmm. You do. (laughs) But that was hard. I mean, that 24 hours of people telling you how stupid you are and how insensitive you are and how you don't care and you need to go back to school or get out of the business, it's tough when you care as much as I think I do or we do about this city. Well, and you had already told the other story. We had. I, I think it's we were the nice only, that you didn't say that, but I'm going to. We did. We the And person, it was hyperlinked. And this is like how the web works, right? Like, here, you want to read this? We already told this story, but that's just— It didn't, it didn't matter. matter. Yeah. It didn't matter, and it was still too raw. So yeah. when Andrea came to us, obviously I'm not going to shy away from a great story, and I was happy for Lon because Lon was not involved in any of that. He right. Had, he, he was, you know, the chef behind the great food, and none of that had to do with him. But, you know, think about it. He had to put his head down and, and not listen to the noise and keep doing what he did really well. So I was really happy for him when he was ready to announce that he's opening his own restaurant. Yep overlooking the new park in Cary with this beautiful space. I mean, that's a world-class park. It's a great spot, and um, he can lean into Laotian food. Uh, And and he really has been put on the map at what he's done at Brewervana and Bitamanda. He's Obviously, they were in our 25 best restaurants, but they've also been featured in Forbes and Bon Appetit, among others. Um, And if you don't know, Laotian food is influenced by Indian, Thai, Vietnamese, and Chinese cuisines. And uh, it's just, I mean, what he's already done is so phenomenal. And to to speak to what you were just saying, you know, he put his head down. He got to work. He didn't let this destroy him or, mm-hmm. you know, but he did take it personally in the sense that he spoke to that with us and said, what I've learned from this time is you need to create a great work environment to run a successful restaurant. And that's a quote. Above all, we will provide strong human resources support to make sure people thrive and grow with us. So, I mean, it's really just like he's trying to learn from this. Right. Well, and it was, you know, for us, it's we really have worked hard to keep people's secrets, um, be respectful of the hospitality industry, mm-hmm. and also share their stories in a way that uplifts the community. Yeah, and, uplifts and that they feel their safe. community. Right, and that they feel, feel and safe doing so that. so when Andrea came to us with this, you know, when anyone comes to us and shares their secrets and says, hold on to this— we take that really seriously. We, I, I often say we knew that Samad was opening his restaurant on the rooftop of the Dillon for right. over a year. Right. Folks, I can keep business secrets. I'm I know. not sure personal secrets. Don't, don't tell her personal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was a hard one to keep because people were constantly asking us. But but we do that because we want to be trusted that, you know, when they're ready to tell their story. And so when Lon was ready to tell it, he let us tell it. But it did come between magazines. He knew it was right. the word was going to get out. So we did sort of a social media web exclusive launch, put it mm-hmm. in the newsletter, because we have so many different channels that we can share news with. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's really multimedia company at this point, like you say. So because um, the podcast, obviously, that yes, you're listening of course, to as well. Listen. So this other one is pretty exciting. I mean, this is not a local concept, but it is the first concept to jump into Raleigh outside of its birthplace in the D.C. metro area and of everywhere in the country they chose Raleigh. So I think that's pretty cool. This is, you want to say? No, you Okay, Taco yeah. Bamba. Um, so this this place has got a, like a cult following. Like mm-hmm. it's really popular in the D.C. metro area, and it's, um, it's coming here to Ridgewood, which I think right. is so exciting. Well, and, and in talking, Regency Properties owns Ridgewood, and in talking to them, you know, there's some construction going on over there, and they it will be at the sort of, if you're facing, looking at that shopping center, it'll be to the far right. 
and it they're going to create sort of a patio area that is obviously that restaurant, but they're also going to create a more common patio where if you're getting coffee from this spot or you have a glass of wine from this spot that you can just congregate and enjoy. So it's really, um, they're using this as the impetus to make some other big changes in that shopping center. Yeah, and this just isn't another taco spot. So one, like, you know, Raleigh was already ranked number 12 um, Mm -hmm. for taco cities. And I think what's most important about that, because you're probably like, oh, number 12, who cares? It was the only East Coast city in the top 15. Yeah. And every spot except for one Midwest city otherwise was on the West Coast. So I think, um, in Austin, obviously, but I think that it's really cool that they've chosen to, like, lean into that and come here. And on on top of that, they have some pretty, like, unique concepts. Um, Uh, I mean, they're going to have your queso and, you know, your tacos, obviously. It's in the name, tortas and panadas. But they have some um, pretty unique food that is by location that comes with it. Oh, my God. Lauren is absolutely in love with their breakfast tacos. I guess she ate there in D.C. and and said— there's nothing quite like it. She's so excited. Oh, yeah. And well, she's our breakfast taco girl. They are saying that they have these out-of-the-box ingredients in their tacos, too. So they gave examples of ramen, fried chicken, and beef tongue. Speaking of ramen. <laughs> That's the one you went with? Yes. Speaking of ramen, did anyone see the April Fool's Day joke from Durham Distillery? I almost fell no. for it. I took a photo of it and was going to send it to you before I read the entire caption, much the way I did about the State Fair moving to Dix Park. I mean, I oh, was, I believed that. Well, <laughs> clearly, I did too. Um, so, Durham Distillery does that does this beautiful shot of all their bottles. They went to the trouble to create a bottle and a label that said they were doing ramen infused gin. Oh my God, gross! No I, offense, sat, but. I mean, I was like, what? And they and their whole post had multiple had a video of somebody eating ramen. I'm like, okay. Yeah. We really should have done one. I wrote uh, down for us to do one this year, and then we didn't. And, like, everybody—this is funny because I was at Dreamville this weekend on on our press pass, and I said on Saturday to Lauren, I was like, this is the biggest hip-hop festival, and you know, bar none, right? And look at these names. Sean Paul, Usher, Drake, obviously J. Cole. And I was like, "What? what's next? Beyonce's going to show up? I shit you not. Usher <laughs> gets on stage— and he's like, he's like, so uh, let me introduce my guest, Beyonce. You could hear a pin drop at Dick's Park for a few seconds while everybody's like, what? What? And Lauren looks at me like, you know, you did not call this. <laughs> it was, a, it felt like an ungodly amount of time. It was probably only like 10 seconds, but it felt like an eternity. And then he was like, April Fool's. Because it was April 1st. I was like. Usher, don't play with us like that. Like well, now, now nothing you do is gonna be. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Everything yeah, you exactly. Did was fantastic, but, but that that's pretty funny that you called that beforehand. I know. But, I know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Shop Local took a little um, hit on people complaining. It's like, folks, if you just read, which I didn't, all the way down to the third paragraph, it said April Fools. Yeah, there were some good ones this there time. Was. There was. Some of them haven't said yet if they were jokes. Like, I mean, this isn't local, but Duncan was like, we're putting this, you know, fan favorite flavor on our permanent menu. And everybody was like, is this April Fool's or not? Yeah. <laughs> I don't April think you first. announced big major news about your company on April Fool's Day. No. I just would no. wait till April 3rd. Yeah. Oh, man, it's good stuff. But, yeah, yeah, I think this is a really exciting, back to Taco Bamba, I think it's an exciting location. I think that that is, you know, if yeah. you've been in Raleigh a long time— that people used to go to Ridgewood to dine, you know. And we've gone for the last couple of years where we really try to lean into local, 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 local. What I will tell you, and we still will, we still are, don't get me wrong, 
But I am starting to hear from people who are excited about some new concepts, some really good mm-hmm. concepts, well thought out, not just carpetbaggers coming into town, you know, <laughs> add another chain. Um, but some real well thought out, cool restaurants coming to town. And the fact that Raleigh's the first choice after DC, I think. It's pretty to amazing, that. yeah. And I mean, this this really just scratches the surface. You know, we've got some um, exciting information about Blue Sharks limited release bottle, Happy and Hail coming to PNC, mm-hmm. so you don't have to eat a greasy burger, I guess. And we just have we have a bunch of concepts that just got dropped at Seaboard. We're going to look into that some more. So yes. stay tuned for that. We announced the new rooftop at Fenton. That's in the current issue. On My Way Bartending, which we had the exclusive on before, is now open in Union Station. And the mix is, you know, God love this. I feel terrible for them. They were so ready, told they were getting their CO. And then someone who didn't talk to someone who didn't talk to someone, they had a permitting oh, issue. So it keep will keep you posted, but that's coming. And that area, it's, you know, it's going to be great bottle shop, great wine, but also— um, Full bar. And then hired a great bartender that we know well. I know. And that's close to me, too. I'm very excited that this part of Raleigh is getting some love. Yes. Okay. So a few rapid fire. What spot are you most intrigued by or excited about? It's got to be Madre. I mean, this has been a long time coming. And I think um, just the way I'm so excited to see all the design, like Mm -hmm. come to fruition and hang out there. I think it's hard not to be because, A, we've been looking at Smoky Hollow and all talking about how cool mm-hmm. that area is and what it's going to be, and, and we're ready for some things to open there. So I yeah. absolutely agree. I can't wait for Crunkleton, which we didn't talk I about. And I don't think they've started construction. Um, favorite newsletter that you get on a daily basis that's not ours? I really like Skimmed, which is one I've just been getting for about a month. It's um, also given— me a lot of good ideas, like inspiration, I guess, is the right word for things that could be that are happening other places mm-hmm. that could be coming here. Um, and I think it's skimmable, hence the name. So I really like that. What about mm-hmm. you? Sounds weird, but my most popular, my favorite for me are sort of Chicago Magazine, Atlanta Magazine. I spent time in both and I love those cities. And the same kind of thing. It inspires me about what's happening in the bigger cities that mm-hmm. might influence what we're getting. So oh, yeah, I love absolutely. that. Um, right. Lots to be excited about. Yes, and Cheers. subscribe to the Friday newsletter. Yes, dish on this. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by Airfluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon.